Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is that feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story of how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. The intention of this conversation is to make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, love. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud. And today we will be talking with Stevie Lang, uh, an intuitive guide and accountability coach. Stevie has been described as a flying unicorn who can't, who, unicorn who can't be caged. She was raised as one of Jehovah, Jehovah's Witnesses in a small Midwest town. When she left the organization at the age of 25, she was shunned by all of her childhood friends and family but was able to rebuild her life. She raised a child to adulthood with high functioning autism and went through two amicable divorces. And that word sometimes comes out of my mouth appropriately, but I think I did it this time. She worked in a variety of roles, including video producer, desktop publisher, voice actor. I did not know this about you. Um, writer, caregiver for seniors, dog walker, admin and corporate manager before launching her spiritual guidance practice. Welcome, Stevie. <laughs> and Stevie and I connected through rapid fire channeling. It we was did. that magical night that I think the, the uh, like a logarithm gods of the Facebook had, were, were in my favor. And there was like 500 people on at one time and Stevie was one of them. And so I got the channel for like I think it's like 40 people, 45 people in like 30 minutes. It was crazy. It was um, a lot. But you you were on that that evening and that's how we connected, right? Yep, so. that's exactly it. And so, you were out you were outside and you usually don't do outside. And I, I was don't. like, it's I gotta tune, I gotta tune in. Yeah, spirit told me to go outside that evening. And so I was like, all right. And it was so hot. I was like sweating bullets because in South Carolina in the summer, I think it was like May. June-ish I can't really remember but it was warm enough that I was like I need a fan oh my god it's so hot <laughs> all right let's get let's get down to the nitty-gritty so you have had a wide variety of life experience based on your brief bio I'm curious to know if you have felt spirit's presence or you had gifts because you started the spiritual guidance practice and business so yes. you must have gifts but then growing up in a jehovah witness community why how did that fill me in tell me <laughs> yeah um so that is a really great question because yes i have always had gifts but i haven't always known what the gifts were and for a pretty big chunk of my life, at least until about 22 to 25, I saw my gifts as a problem um, and was really, you know, seen as like, well, I can't do that or I can't listen to that. So I would get messages and I would dismiss them like, well, how's that going to work? And then try to do things the way that the community I was in did things or how I thought I should do things. And let me tell you, it didn't work real well. So, so I, so I got goosebumps. So we need to talk about this. Yeah. You had gifts, but you yes. viewed them as a problem. Yes. 
I feel like that is how a lot of people feel. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. I am pretty, I'm, I'm pretty emotional. I mean, there's a lot of emotion that happens in here. And sometimes I wish that it, maybe it wasn't as out and in people's faces, mm-hmm. but as I have grown spiritually, I've realized that it's actually a gift to feel as much and as deeply as I do. And it's really just a matter of managing, um, like loving myself and knowing like kind of how, how high to turn on the faucet when I'm sharing with other people. And as a kid, I'm getting all this information and I have no filter. Mm-hmm. And now, so when you say when you're as a kid and you're getting yes. all this information, like other people's emotions, um, yes. the energy around you, yes. what were you, what was, what is the, the information that you were receiving? Well, all kinds of things. It was the biggest, yes, all of that. Um, especially when I'm surrounded by people that were not living authentically. So they were saying it's love and we're happy and we have a brotherhood and inside they're like, I'm sad and depressed and I hate my life. Gotcha. It's like, I was going, but you're not happy. (laughs) Why are you, you're saying you're happy and that's important, but you're not happy. And so not having a filter, I would make comments like, but you're not happy <laughs> because in my innocence, that was true. You know, I didn't, I didn't see why that was a problem. I just, I was taking someone as their, at their word and listening and, but then also feeling what was behind the words and asking questions because it didn't make sense to me why so, that didn't match up. Did you, so I didn't have enough guts. I felt that as well. Yeah. But when I'm around certain individuals and I could see through them and people yes. are actually afraid to be around me, I think it's correct because they're like, I feel like you can see through me. And I'm like, well, I can. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I'm not walking around being an open vessel because I don't want to take on everybody's crap. And I've learned that correct. now, but growing up, I mean, even into my twenties, I would have stomach aches all the time because yes. I would feel other people's yes. stuff. And that's just where I collected it. Yes. Did you take on the belief and the action to be two different people? So like when you're seeing somebody say something that everything is hunky dory, but inside right. them, they're like giving everybody the bird. Right. Right. Did you take that on? Like, that's what you were supposed to do? Or did you be like, no, I need to always be true to myself because I asked that because that's what I did. I was like, well, I have to show up this way and this is who I am. But really yeah. inside I was like, Whoa! yeah, <laughs> um, that I would say that has been an, that was an internal struggle. And I say, I say that in the past tense because I want it to be in the past tense truth be told, sometimes it sneaks into the present tense, but I'm aware of it. If, if, and when that sneaks in, I'm like, oh, hello, Eagle child. I love you. I I did it yesterday. (laughs) I I, I check myself daily. I know what you're talking about. Um, Although we do want it in the past tense. I I'm sorry. I'm like interrupting, but I'm also like wanting to give people examples too. Um, When so yesterday, um, I record March's spiritual, the spirit's message, yes. like mid-February. Yes. And I was recording the message, 
but I was like being super extra happy and yeah. la la la. And I rewatched myself and I was like, oh, barf. Like, this is not, like, this is not the end. I was like, all right, let's get into alignment with the yeah. energy that is within me and then match the words up. But I had to check myself yesterday with doing that. So I hear you, sister. Yeah. And I, on the outline, I was, the last video I was recording, I was having technical issues and I was trying to talk about trusting spirit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn it, I'm talking about trusting spirit. Like work with me here, spirit. Like <laughs> make this stuff work because I'm trying to say something really important. Like what the heck? And <laughs> I, and there was one video where I was doing a light check and I'm like, I am so pissed off right now. I can't even tell you how pissed off I am about this not working. Damn it. <laughs> but I looked super happy. And even as I watched the video, I was feeling happy. But I was like, I know that you were really mad and frustrated at the moment. So, um, I mean, that wiring is so deep. It is. Yeah, I can just, the light I know, because I can just like turn it on and I am like, you are a hole and I just really want to take you down. There was a video that I was doing. It was early on when I was just starting video and I was trying to get the lighting right and I didn't have proper equipment. So I had this lamp that I got from Target and it had, it was like a floor lamp and it had like an accordion shade that was white. It looked um, kind of like a Buddha feel, Buddhist feel to it. I don't really know how to like, I, I don't know like decor names. So I'm probably yeah. like saying the wrong thing, but I had it and I was talking about being the light and like all this, <laughs> all this stuff. And I used my arms to talk because that's what I do. And I over. hit the light, it blew out, it, it shattered. And I was like, well, I guess I was the light. <laughs> you need to be the light now. The lights, the, that light's out of commission. So it's, oh, it's all you good Lord. Yeah. All right. So what, 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 ha what happens when you don't listen to your divine guidance and you kind of like shove it off to the side or denied it for X amount of years? Yeah. Um, I got physically sick like so physically sick. I was getting pneumonia and shingles and sinus effect infections pretty much regularly. And my doctor looked me in the eye and said, you need to do something about your stress levels. Otherwise you are going to die young. Hmm. And she just said it very matter of fact. It wasn't, I was a little scoldy in, in my tone there, but she was just very serious, like telling me your life is not working for you. And you should not be getting this sick this often. And um, I had that combined with, I had my son when I was 19. Um, I knew something, my sister, who's 14 years older, had a little girl just three months older than my son. And so as, as I was watching them grow up, there was a male-female difference there was our age difference and approach to parenting difference. But even with all of those factors, I was looking at my son going, something is not developing quite right. But people kept telling me, even doctors would ask me the, like developmental milestone questions and I would answer them appropriately or he, you know, he was on track, but I was saying to the doctor, like, I think something's not 
developing appropriately. And they kept saying, oh, boys are different than girls and just keep reading to them and keep doing all this stuff. Well, by the time he got to be three, um, I was going, he'll follow multi-step directions, but just from me. What we found out is that he had high functioning autism, but he and I also had a telepathic connection. So I was envisioning what I wanted him to do and he was just doing it. But if he didn't have that connection with the person, he was not understanding the words. He was understanding the energy behind what was going on. Gotcha. And so when all that came down, that was really part of my awakening because I was like, I cannot live life how I've been living because everything that I use to validate my self-worth was tied to merit and accomplishment and like marching to the drummer. And then I have this child that is not marching to the same drummer that all this whole group of people is supposed to march to. And yet I love my child. I love my son. So I was like, okay, so love is about something more than marching to the drummer. <laughs> and we have this really amazing connection for the fact that he knows what I want, but he doesn't know if he goes with a therapist or something, he has no idea what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And then I started to really understand and get more curious about what was going on. And I had a moment I remember this so clearly um, because I was taught Christian principles and yet I was attracted to different kinds of belief systems too. And I remember sitting on the couch, just crying and saying, God, I really messed up and I really need your help. And I don't know what to do, but I really messed up. And my little boy came up to me and he tilted his head like this. And I was like, I either, I'm either going to die. I either need to kill myself or I need to change my life. I said that story out of order. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm crying. I'm saying, God, I need your help. I either need to die or I need to change my life. I need help. And then my little boy comes up and he turns his head sideways. And I was like, I have to change my life (laughs) because Mm. this little boy needs me. And if he doesn't, I like, I have to change my life. Like it was just a a moment. And it was almost like I got a a lightning bolt from the sky and came down through my entire body. And I was like, okay, you got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And that, um, I had someone that I worked with who paid for me to go to counseling because in the environment I was in, like you didn't trust counselors or therapists or anything like that. Like you basically didn't talk about your feelings. If you talked about your feelings, it was with the elders, which was a bunch of men in white suits who would read you scriptures and tell you why you're defective as a woman, which didn't really work for me. And yeah, it really didn't work for me. (laughs) I tried to make it work for me, but it really didn't work for me. So, um, I started seeing a counselor and, uh, long story short, within the next few years, I had left that marriage and I was living on my own and it's just been evolving through twists and turns since then. But that was definitely an awakening moment combination of the doctor telling me you're going to die young and me saying I either am going to die or I'm going to change my life. (laughs) I had the feeling that I was going to die when I was not listening and I was not tuning in. No one told me that I wasn't, that I was going to die. Like, like 
your doctor told you. Yeah. But I would tell my ex-husband, you need to know how to do the laundry. You need to know how to do the whatever. He's very capable, but like I was thinking that I was (laughs) needed to do everything for him, which is a whole nother conversation. But like, I would tell him, you need to know how to do this. You need to know how to do that. This is how I do bills. I am going to die in a car accident. And you, you need to know this. He's like, will you please stop saying that? And I was like, I've had multiple dreams of this. Like, I'm just warning you that it's going to happen. And I was so like, okay with it and matter of fact about it. And it was a few months after that, I was driving down a, like a dark road. It was kind of like a County road in in Iowa. Um, coming home from a parks and rec board meeting because I was the parks and rec director. And and every time I say parks and rec, I think of the show. So that's why I giggle with it. But I was driving down the road and I thought about, I had already planned my death and it was like going to happen. And I was just going to cause the, cause the car accident. Cause I was like, I already know it. I already see it. I already like, let's just make it happen. Cause the way that I'm living right now is not worth living. And I feel like that's what happens often. And maybe people don't talk about it, but like they have physical symptoms and like, like you're like, my body was not working appropriately. There were female parts that weren't working appropriately. My tummy hurt all the time, which is like me giving away my power. I was obviously not stepping into my feminine energy, which I wouldn't know what the hell that was at at, at the time. Um, and that's why the female stuff was like, not so much. I, I felt like my soul was dying and that's yeah. like, I, I, I could not go on the way that I was. And so when yeah. you're telling that story, yeah, it's like part of us needed to die. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. the real us could Correct. live. And along that line, because I've worked with people now that they call it woo-woo, they said, well, before you, I just dismissed it as woo-woo and I didn't ever think it was real. And I had somebody give this huge testimony about like hip pain going away and all this stuff happening. Like, it's a miracle. I've had sciatic pain all my life. And, uh, And it was all related to being afraid to step forward and be joyful and anyway, they just let it go. And then as soon as they let it go, then the pain's gone. And I'm like, yeah, that's how that works. And that's how that works. Whether you believe that that's how it works or not, that's how it works. <laughs> so, cause you were saying like, oh, I didn't know what feminine energy was or give my power away. Yada, yada, yada. I did it. It's yeah, like, you don't, you don't have to know yep. that that's how that works in order for that to be how that works. And mm-hmm. it's just another tool in the toolbox to open up to the idea that, huh, maybe there's something there. And when I was first starting out, coming from one worldview to this completely opposite worldview, there was a bridge in between where I was going, there's a scripture that really resonated with me that Jesus said, by your fruits, you will recognize these men. And I had been raised with a mindset of, look at the results of the people and how they live their lives and the results that they get in their lives and use that as a guide to how you might want to live your life or the choices you might want to make in your life. I didn't apply it the way that that was meant to apply by the people that taught me that, but I did look at, okay, 
what kind of person do I want to be? And I saw these people that were living their truth and just being themselves and shining bright wherever they went and just, you know, being open about mistakes or problems or whatever. And I was like, huh, I want to be more like that. And so I gave myself permission to try on a different mindset before I actually believed in the different mindset. I just gave myself an opening to go, hmm, what if I looked at the world this way? What does it feel like? And then that was my bridge from one extreme over to the other. And then that continues to be a way that I grow. If I'm not quite sure about something, I go, well, let me try it on for size Mm -hmm. and just take the next right step. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I think that's, that's so key for people to feel Oh, not so overwhelmed because as yes. you are making those leaps, it could feel very overwhelming. When yes. I was instructed to start paying attention to the thoughts that I was having, <laughs> I felt so overwhelmed. I was like, oh, this is a lot of thoughts that I don't like. Oh my God. But the yeah. more that I practiced it, the better that I felt about myself. Then yeah. I started realizing, oh, I can create my life. Yes. I buy my thoughts. I don't want these thoughts. So I can release these thoughts. Like, but taking one thought at a time, one belief at a time, one step at a time. Speaking of that, I, one of my four element formula pieces is do the next right thing. And on the thought thing, I had someone give me the assignment to have a God box where they said, if Mm -hmm. a negative thought comes up, write down your negative thought. But then on the opposite side of the paper, write down the positive thought that you're going to replace the negative thought with, and then put it in the God box. And that exercise was extremely helpful. For a while, I carried a huge thing of post-it notes and a pen wherever I went. And I'd be like, I'm having a thought. And I'd just write it down. And then I'd be like, okay, how can I make this the opposite thought? And uh, that was such a key piece because not thinking thoughts has never worked for me. Mm-hmm they just, they keep coming and it feels like I can't ever do anything, but being able to replace it with a different mindset and then put it away and turn it over was so huge and liberating for me. On the topic of thoughts, a question that always comes up with clients of mine, they ask, well, how do you know the difference between a thought that you're thinking and a thought that you're receiving? Yeah. So how would you share that and answer that. Um, I wrote, I I prepped this and I'm like, what what do you want me to say now? Just let me check in with spirit for a second. I'm like, what I need to say this second. The key difference between a thought being received and a thought that I'm thinking is whether I'm in the moment or whether I'm in the past or the future. So if it's a thought I'm thinking, then it's usually a red flag. If I'm calculating, planning, I'm going to do this and then this will happen and this will happen and this and happen. Oh no, what if that doesn't happen? Oh, then what am I going to do? And then I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And I'm, I'm thinking too far in the future and it's almost a, almost a rapid fire kind of thing. Whereas an inspired thought is like, ask this question text that person, 
go outside. <laughs> you know, it, they're, they're just little nudges in the moment. Mm-hmm. And as I started tuning into those little nudges more, then it's easier to recognize whether it's a thought I'm thinking or it's something from spirit. Mm-hmm. And I also have what is called what I call red light, green light. So if something is from spirit, it comes from love. So if it's not love, then it's not from spirit. If it's a shaming thought or a like punishing kind of something, that's not spirit is like, here's how to be successful. So that, that's like kind of step one. It also feels light and happy and easy and, oh, I can do that. Oh, really? You know, kind of exciting. Whereas the something else that might come in or that it's wrong for me, that feels more, oh, how am I going to do that? Heavy, um, just like, I don't know, do I have to? <laughs> that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, I'm in this space where I'm somewhat forcing myself to do something, then I start asking myself, why do you think you want to do this? And usually it comes down to some should that came from somewhere. And then I know that that's not, I just know I need to like center myself and tune in Mm -hmm. and be quiet for a minute and then see what little nudge comes in and then go just keep doing the next right thing and see Mm -hmm. where it unfolds. How do you receive divine guidance? I mean, is it just thoughts that you're thinking or a knowing, or is it something else? Uh, I feel like I get it from a variety of ways. Yes. Thoughts is one little, sometimes it feels like another voice. Sometimes it feels like my voice, like telling myself something. Uh, I see numbers a lot. They'll just, uh, if a number gets my attention, I have a website that I go to that I look up the meaning of the number and then I'm like, oh, thanks. Um, any kind of weird electronic thing, like my car will sometimes just stop, like the radio will stop working all of a sudden. And I'll be like, okay, what time is it? Okay. I'll look that number up. And it's usually some kind of message that has to do with, you need to get back on track and start (laughs) believing in yourself and quit doubting yourself. And I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. You're right. (laughs) So I get some messages like that, that are a little bit more extreme if I get off track, Um, I also see animals a lot of the time. So either in, uh, visions while meditating or out and about, like I'll often have a V an Eagle just fly right in front of the car while I'm driving or out walking somewhere. Now it does help to be outside. It's not like I'm in the mall and then Eagle flies by, but, uh, you know, (laughs) but you might be surprised because sometimes it'll be images of animals. They're not the actual animal but I'll be someplace and I'll see an image of an animal. And so I just, the best way I can describe it is a little like, what was that? You know, like if you hear a a sound and you go to look, that's what spirit is like. It's just, it's just little something, something. And I go to look, Oh, what was that? And then I go, okay, that's significant. And then I either ask, okay, what's the message? Or I look at it ringing in your ears. Chimes. I hear chimes. Hmm. Not, not ringing, like, not like an annoying ringing, but like a certain chimes. And I had it the first time when I was getting Reiki, actually I was getting a Reiki attunement and I heard these chimes and I was like, well, that's interesting. Cause I'm in a indoor room 
and it's winter with no wind, I don't think I'm hearing actual chimes as far as outside. And I was like, that's really interesting. So I've had, I've heard those chimes when I'm in a situation. Well, the, the time that I heard it, I'm specifically thinking of an instance where I was with a specific person and I heard the exact same chimes and I was like, okay, you are a significant person in my growth. Mm-hmm. Like I, I took that as a, all right, really pay attention to your interactions with this person. It's cool. Yeah. Where has listening to your divine guidance led you? I should stop and ask, do you call it divine guidance or do you call it like inner wisdom or, or universe or what do you, I mean, what do you call it? Yeah. I, you know, I am experimenting with different things that I call it. <laughs> uh, I usually call it getting a download as in like a download from spirit. I have talked with other people who seem to resonate with my common experience and they're describing it as like an inner wisdom that is connected to the unified field of consciousness that connects all things everywhere. And so that's why it knows everything because everybody's uploading to it all the time. And so I just tap in and get it. That's, that's how I know things that maybe people don't even know themselves consciously, Mm -hmm. but I'll get a message about it because their subconscious knows therefore the unified field knows. Therefore I know, Mm -hmm. uh, I would say that that's how I would answer that question, but I don't get in arguments over the words because I understand that it works differently for people and things may resonate more with others. I just, I just was curious because spirit had given me the term divine guidance, but I'm to speak with all different beliefs and religions and um, theologies and whatever, because it's not necessarily about one specific, even, even people who don't refer to God as God, it's more like the universe or spirit or, um, I have not gotten to work with like other religions yet, but I'm super excited too, because yeah. it's this one unified force. There was this yes. nun that I watched on Oprah and I think it was like her super soul Sunday episode. And she had traveled all over the world and did all this research. And I think she's wrote like 10, 13 books, but it's all about what she discovered through this research of, all around the world, different religions, different beliefs is that there's this one oneness and there's this one beingness that is common among everything. And so she's like, I have kind of expanded and I'm not just like this Catholic nun. I have to think of it differently. So that's how I feel. Did I ever tell you I wanted to be a nun growing up? (laughs) Did I ever tell you? Well, I also wanted to be married and have sex. So I didn't think I wanted to be just a nun. So, (laughs) but I am kind of in a way. There you go. Right. Exactly. You, you were wanting to be a spiritual director or spiritual guide. I did. And I am. Something exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's what you're blossoming into. Yeah. So, um, where has listening to divine guidance led you? like and and like if you give those nudges and then you follow them what has transpired or resulted from that right now in this moment 
I have the most amazing, supportive, elevating, incredible friendships and relationships. And it feels like almost every day I'm meeting some new, really cool person. And I'm like, whoa, wow, this is so neat. And we're sharing things and getting to learn things. And I exist in this space because my husband and I are mostly self-employed. We do some jobs for other companies, but they're part-time. And so for the the majority of our income comes from an entrepreneurial endeavor. And my hangup with that in the past was I couldn't trust where's the next paycheck going to come from. And over the past couple of years, I've been able to gain trust and just be in peace that it's coming. And I keep doing the next right thing and it keeps showing up. So that's a a general overview of what's happening. Um, I did want to share something that I felt was significant that happened in the past couple of weeks to me or with, you know, through me, Mm -hmm. I got a nudge to reach out to somebody with a question and I didn't know exactly what the question was going to lead to, but I felt like it was, they might be a potential client because I was just following the nudge of asking the question. So they responded. And I, I think I asked like, do you, do you feel like you can have a conversation with spirit was the, the question that I asked. And they said, well, I don't know that it's spirit that I'm listening to. And so I said, well, I can help with that. And they said, okay. And I said, okay, here's my website and you can, we can set up a session. And they were like, what are you suggesting? And I'm like, uh, I'm suggesting that we could meet professionally and have a conversation about this thing that I asked you about. And the person responded with, well, that was really jarring. I wasn't expecting like a marketing thing and it would have been a lot better if you would have worded it to say, um, would you like to discuss this professionally or something like that? I forget the exact wording, but what happened that moment was I panicked and I was like, but I thought I was listening to spirit. And I thought I was supposed to ask the question and I wasn't trying to manipulate. I was just trying to be there. And I really thought I could help and what's happening. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, I did listen to spirit. It was with somebody that I love and trust. I have a tool in my toolbox now and I can handle this even better in the future. Not that I necessarily did it wrong, Mm -hmm. but I definitely could have done it better. The suggestion was beautiful and wonderful. And I was like, huh. So sometimes listening to spirit and following the nudges doesn't turn out the way that I thought it would. (laughs) But ultimately the lesson that I get is exactly what I needed to move forward. And I was like, whoa, thank you. That was really powerful. And I was able to transmute the shame attack I was starting to have Mm -hmm. into gratitude for the lesson and for this person that's so gentle and wonderful in my life. And whether we ever have a conversation professionally or whether we're just a personal relationship or whether even we broach that topic again, I don't know. I'm letting go of it. But I feel like in that moment, I needed to ask that question and I needed to get the response I got, even though it wasn't necessarily what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I think those, I've had those, I've had those <laughs> moments before. I'm on coffee and this is like the second or third time that I met a gal for coffee when I moved back to the greater Des Moines area after living in Florida. And I just had moved there and we knew each other from before. And so I caught up with her and like, <laughs> we have had plenty of conversations. She's told me all of the stuff that she's going through and all the things that, that she needs to work on. And I'm just listening and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, yada, yada. And I'm, she's like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, I will <laughs> solve all the things that you described. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to like come right and be like, we need to work together. I like, help people like you. <laughs> but I, I just like explain, Hey, this is what's going on. And this is how I work with people. And these are, you know, this, this is, this is me now. This is what I'm doing. Cause I'm no longer working for local governments. Like, like you knew me, yes. you know? And so yes. I'm just sharing that. So we, we, we get together for like, I, I can't remember like second, second or third coffee. And she's talking and spirits like you, you need to invite her to work with you yeah and so she's talking again about what's going on in her life and all the struggles and she even says to me what do you think I should do and I'm a spirit's like this is your opening you invite her and I said well what I think you should do is we should have a conversation about how we could possibly work together I literally work with amazing women like you and I think we should have that conversation and she was like I thought we were friends. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and here's the thing. And for this being recorded and everybody to know, I would rather see somebody living out their soul's calling and leading with their soul and connect with divine guidance than sit for 12 coffees and have a chat with you. Like 100%. I would rather you be living your best life and yeah. impacting and being happy and loving yourself and respecting yourself yeah. and others and impacting positively impacting the entire planet because you're feeling better about yourself. Yeah. Then we have another freaking cup of coffee with you. Right. And that's like, I feel very passionately about that. And so and it's like, I um, am your friend. That is why I am offering to do what I do best yeah. on your behalf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I'm, what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, I didn't come right out and be like, here, buy my shit. I was like, no. here, let's have a conversation about right. this. And so, you know, as, as people who listen and tune into spirit, it's a touchy topic and we must, I mean, I know I need to continue to respect that, that but I also now, it's also us vibrating differently. Um, and for those who are tuning in and being like, I totally resonate with you. I have raised my vibration to, to now like talk differently, advertise differently. So those who are contacting me are like, I want to work with you. How can we make this happen? Yeah. It's not me being like, I think we should work together. Like yeah. yesterday I made posts and I'd just be like, Hey, I can help you tap into that. <laughs> I, I think you need a little serious sparks in, in, in your life. Like I made the posts and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think you do, <laughs> but it's up to you. Like, I don't mean, <laughs> And right. like when, when I do launches and of like one-on-one or group programs or, or whatnot, spirit gives me all the information. It's up to the individual. And before I used to yeah. take on the, it's my responsibility to make sure that they are living their best life. And I'm like, nope, it's all of you. 
there's the offer. Have fun. If not, peace out. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because that's the whole thing. And I, I think I got the language from you in being the clearest channel possible. Yeah. That my responsibility is to have my vibration as high as possible and to be the clearest channel. And if we're thinking as humans that we're going to do more for people than what spirit does for people, there's a little bit of a paradigm shift that needs to be made. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's know, why we, I mean, that's why you that, and I get along so great because we both tune into our own divine guidance. We're like, Hey, this is what I'm right. hearing. Right. Take it or leave it, you know? Right. And right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And that's something I've been learning a lot more about recently is exactly what you're saying we need to respect people's boundaries if they don't want to look at something. I can know that something's going on, but it doesn't mean that it's time for me to tell them, or it doesn't mean that it's my job to convince them that yes, indeed, that is accurate or defend what I'm receiving. I can just ask. So I'm getting something. Do you want to know what it is? And then sharing it in a neutral way so that my energy and my response is not contaminating the message because mm-hmm. that's how that works. I, I, I realize, and I've made mistakes. I mean, I, that's, yeah. I guess, back to how do you know it's spirit? It's like sometimes the messages from spirit come with some mistakes or some, you know, I want to do things differently going forward and, well, and also they're not wrong. They're just... Well, it's they're just oh, now I know higher vibration, and if they're not meeting that that vibration or not open yeah. to that vibration, it's met with a brick wall. So I, yeah, I was gonna say you 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 mentioned that that really resonated with me. At some point, you said you know spirit does not lower its vibration to meet you where you're at. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like well then. I shouldn't be lowering myself to meet people where they're at. I need to be me. I need to, to be as high as I can be and as pure of a channel as I can be. And as soon as someone is open to, like basically all you need to do to raise your vibration is be willing to raise your vibration. <laughs> yes. Literally. Literally. Like, I mean, how do you allow Sarah? And I was like, I clear my mind. And they're like, how do you clear your mind? I said, well, I sit there and be like, I clear my mind. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm going, it's not really that complicated. And my conditioning wants to apologize for people thinking that it's complicated as if I'm somehow responsible for the social conditioning that we go through. And I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to apologize, but like, I'm telling you, this is how life works. It really is as simple as I want my vibration raised. (laughs) Yes. Yes. When I go on for rapid fire channeling, um, I always say, thank you, spirit, for making me a, the, a channel of your peace. And it's mm-hmm. from like, whether it be a Bible verse or a, a song or yeah. a hymn or whatever, but it's like, I am being this channel of peace. It's not that I'm looking for it or wishing for it or kind of sort of, I'm being in the vibration of it now. And I am yes. this clear channel. So that way I have this clear vessel through which this Correct. message can be. And that's why spirit trust me, you people Correct. that do this with love. Cause you got to check in with that a little bit too. And, make <laughs> and sure then, that then the messages, then the messages get more clear. Mm-hmm. They get more often. And it is a bit of a relationship mm-hmm. as oh, far as, 
that's a 100% relationship. It's yeah. a relationship. And that's why it starts with loving ourselves or being willing to love ourselves, even if we're not perfect at it, being willing to love ourselves enough to say, okay, I'm going to believe that spirit is coming to me with love and that I'm good enough to get the message. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that's kind of step one. <laughs> and, yeah. and then just trust it. And, and just like I was saying, like, if it leads down a path and you're like, oh, that's not how I want to be. Well, then it's thank you spirit for showing me how I don't want to be. And then I can make a different choice. Yeah. Perfect. So what kind of, but we we need to wrap this up. Otherwise, I know. Otherwise we'll, we'll like turn into Joe Rogan's podcast and be like four hours long. So what final advice would you like to give those who are listening to this awesome conversation? Put yourself on the calendar, Mm. especially as moms and women and everything going on right now, put yourself on the calendar and let everybody in your life know, I have a very important meeting with myself (laughs) and my my best days, like my most magical, wow, I am so grateful to be alive and I am so excited and I feel so amazing have been when I put myself on the calendar for an entire day and announced to everyone that depends on the things that I do, mama not available. You all got everything you need to do you know you are capable and I believe in you and I am going to go do my thing and I literally just do what I want to do. If I want to sleep, I sleep. If I want to play music, I play music. If I want to dance, if I want to go to the car somewhere, uh, if I want to go for a walk, if I want to buy something, I have a budget so that I know obviously I don't go bankrupt. But you know what? When you're trusting spirit and spirit is telling you buy that thing. It's not going to be too expensive and it's going to be for your highest good. So (laughs) just do it. Put yourself on the calendar. That is my, that is my tip. I love it. I love it. I feel it. I have put myself on the calendar and I am going to go on a getaway this weekend. So, and I've, that's what I'm saying. I haven't done that since before my youngest was born. And so I you're am, overdue. And, you're overdue. and so one, um, the gal that I'm going to go hang out with, she's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to see? Yada, yada. And I'm like, I'm going to practice being all weekend. <laughs> and she's like, exactly. Well, that's, that's cool. I don't, she's like, I don't know. I've done that. <laughs> like, I mean, sure she has, but she's like, Oh, all right. Like a, like a, <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, just practice tuning in and say, okay, we're going on a ride spirit. What's next? And man, that's how I got into drumming. I I walked into, I I got the nudge. I was going to go to one store and it was like, well, text your friend and see where she likes to go. Okay. Where do you like to go? Oh, well, I like to go here, here, here. And I was like, okay, I'll go over there. And so I drove over there and I sent a text before I went in the house or before I went into the store. I walk in the store and the first thing I hear is they're talking about drumming circle starting in 10 minutes. And I was like, drumming circle, what's drumming circle? Cause I got that little like, uh. and then I ended up attending it. And then that led to, I was at the grocery store and ran into another friend and gave them a hug and then ended up at their house. And then I met these people and the chimes went off. I mean, it was like, it was an amazing day and it was all just, where do you want me to go now? 
what's up it's a great thing highly recommend it put yourself on the calendar put yourself on the calendar and stick (laughs) to it that is the most important meaning you have all day don't be like oh well i can reschedule that no awesome yes ma'am let's do this (laughs) how can we connect with you you can connect with me on Stevie on the interwebs at stevielang.com. I am also on Facebook at Live Empowered with Stevie Lang. And I am going to soon have a Facebook group that people can be invited to and get some regular great stuff. So stevielang.com. Awesome. Get you there. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, love. Thank Talk you. Have a great later. day. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Mm-hmm.